We're reading Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 1 through chapter 4, verse 31, and Psalm 60 here on Commuter Bible OT. We began the book of Deuteronomy in our last episode, and we'll pick up where we left off today. Deuteronomy, loosely translated, means second law. And that's because in this book, Moses reviews the law and the promises of God for a new generation before he himself passes away. The former generation has all died because of their iniquity, just as the Lord had sworn, which means that the next generation needs a recap of what has happened so far. In his final words to the nation of Israel, you'll hear Moses give Israel's history of wandering in the same way a pastor might speak to his congregation, pleading with them to trust in the Lord and reminding them of God's faithfulness. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 1 through chapter 4, verse 31. Then we turned back and headed for the wilderness by way of the Red Sea, as the Lord had told me. And we traveled around the hill country of Seir for many days. The Lord then said to me, You've been traveling around this hill country long enough. Turn north. Command the people, You are about to travel through the territory of your brothers, the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir. They will be afraid of you, so be very careful. Don't provoke them for I will not give you any of their land, not even a foot of it, because I have given Esau, the hill country of Seir, as his possession. You may purchase food from them, so that you may eat, and buy water from them to drink. For the Lord your God has blessed you in all the work of your hands. He has watched over your journey through this immense wilderness. The Lord your God has been with you these past forty years, and you have lacked nothing. So we bypassed our brothers, the descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir. We turned away from the Araba road and from Elith and Ezion Geber. We traveled along the road to the wilderness of Moab. The Lord said to me, Show no hostility toward Moab, and do not provoke them to battle. For I will not give you any of their land as a possession, since I have given Ar as a possession to the descendants of Lot. The Emim, a great and numerous people, as tall as the Anakim, had previously lived there. They were also regarded as Rephaim, like the Anakim, though the Moabites called them Emim. The Horites had previously lived in Seir, but the descendants of Esau drove them out destroying them completely and settling in their place, just as Israel did in the land of its possession the Lord gave them. The Lord said, Now get up and cross the Zered Valley. So we crossed the Zered Valley. The time we spent traveling from Kadesh Barnea until we crossed the Zered Valley was 38 years until the entire generation of fighting men had perished from the camp, as the Lord had sworn to them. Indeed, The Lord's hand was against them, to eliminate them from the camp until they had all perished. When all the fighting men had died among the people, the Lord spoke to me. Today, you are going to cross the border of Moab at Ar. When you get close to the Ammonites, don't show any hostility to them or provoke them. 
for I will not give you any of the Ammonites' land as a possession. I have given it as a possession to the descendants of Lot. This too used to be regarded as the land of the Rephaim. The Rephaim lived there previously, though the Ammonites called them Zamzumim, a great and numerous people, tall as the Anakim. The Lord destroyed the Rephaim at the advance of the Ammonites, so that they drove them out and settled in their place. This was just as he had done for the descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir, when he destroyed the Horites before them. They drove them out and have lived in their place until now. The Kaphtarim, who came from Kaphtor, destroyed the Avites, who lived in the villages as far as Gaza, and settled in their place. The Lord also said, Get up, move out, and cross the Arnon Valley. See, I have handed the Amorites king Sihon of Heshbon and his land over to you. Begin to take possession of it. Engage him in battle. Today, I will begin to put the fear and dread of you on the peoples everywhere under heaven. They will hear the report about you, tremble, and be in anguish because of you. So I sent messengers with an offer of peace to King Sihon of Heshbon from the wilderness of Kadimoth, saying, Let us travel through your land. We will keep strictly to the highway. We will not turn to the right or the left. You can sell us food in exchange for silver, so we may eat, and give us water for silver, so we may drink. Only let us travel through on foot, just as the descendants of Esau who live in Seir did for us, and the Moabites who live in Ar, until we cross the Jordan into the land the Lord our God is giving us. But King Sihon of Heshbon would not let us travel through his land, for the Lord your God had made his spirit stubborn and his heart obstinate in order to hand him over to you, as has now taken place. Then the Lord said to me, See, I have begun to give Sihon and his land to you. Begin to take possession of it. So Sihon and his whole army came out against us for battle at Jahaz. The Lord our God handed him over to us, and we defeated him, his sons, and his whole army. At that time we captured all his cities and completely destroyed the people of every city including the women and children. We left no survivors. We took only the livestock and the spoil from the cities we captured as plunder for ourselves. There was no city that was inaccessible to us, from Arware on the rim of the Arnon Valley, along with the city in the valley, even as far as Gilead. The Lord our God gave everything to us. But you did not go near the Ammonites' land as long as the bank of the Jabbok River, the cities of the hill country, or any place that the Lord our God had forbidden.
Then we turned and went up the road to Bashan. And King Og of Bashan came out against us with his whole army to do battle at Adrei. But the Lord said to me, Do not fear him, for I have handed him over to you along with his whole army and his land. Do to him as you did to King Sihon of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon. So the Lord our God also handed over King Og of Bashan and his whole army to us. We struck him until there was no survivor left. We captured all his cities at that time. There wasn't a city that we didn't take from them. Sixty cities, the entire region of Argob, the kingdom of Og in Bashan. All these were fortified with high walls, gates, and bars, besides a large number of rural villages. We completely destroyed them, as we had done to King Sihon of Heshbon, destroying the men, women, and children of every city. But we took all the livestock and the spoil from the cities as plunder for ourselves. At that time, we took the land from the two Amorite kings across the Jordan, from the Arnon Valley as far as Mount Hermon, which the Sidonians call Syrian, but the Amorites call Senir. All the cities of the plateau, Gilead, and Bashan, as far as Salica and Adre. Cities of Og's kingdom in Bashan. Only King Og of Bashan was left of the remnant of the Rephaim. His bed was made of iron. Isn't it in Rabbah of the Amorites? It is thirteen and a half feet long and six feet wide by a standard measure. At that time, we took possession of this land. I gave to the Reubenites and Gadites the area extending from Aroware by the Arnon Valley and half the hill country of Gilead, along with its cities. I gave to half the tribe of Manasseh, the rest of Gilead, and all Bashan, the kingdom of Og. The entire region of Argob, the whole territory of Bashan, used to be called the land of the Rephaim. Jair, a descendant of Manasseh, took over the entire region of Argob as far as the border of the Gersherites and Makathites. He called Bashan by his own name, Jair's villages, as it is today. I gave Gilead to Machir, and I gave the Reubenites and Gadites the area extending from Gilead to the Arnon Valley. The middle of the valley was the border. And up to the Jabbok River, the border of the Ammonites. The Arabah and Jordan are also borders from Chinnereth as far as the Sea of the Arabah, the Dead Sea, under the slopes of Pisgah on the east. I commanded you at that time, The Lord your God has given you this land to possess. All your valiant men will cross over in battle formation ahead of your brothers the Israelites. But your wives, dependents, and livestock, I know that you have a lot of livestock will remain in the cities I have given you until the Lord gives rest to your brothers as he has to you. And they also will take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving them across the Jordan. Then each of you may return to his possession that I have given you. I commanded Joshua at that time, Your own eyes have seen everything the Lord your God has done to these two kings 
the Lord will do the same to all the kingdoms you are about to enter. Don't be afraid of them, for the Lord your God fights for you. At that time, I begged the Lord, Lord God, you have begun to show your greatness and your strong hand to your servant. For what God is there in heaven or on earth who can perform deeds and mighty acts like yours? Please, let me cross over and see the beautiful land on the other side of the Jordan, that good hill country and Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me because of you and would not listen to me. The Lord said to me, That's enough. Do not speak to me again about this matter. Go to the top of Pisgah and look to the west, north, south, and east and see it with your own eyes, for you will not cross the Jordan, but commission Joshua and encourage and strengthen him for he will cross over ahead of the people and enable them to inherit this land that you will see. So we stayed in the valley, facing Beth Peor. Now Israel, listen to the statutes and ordinances I am teaching you to follow, so that you may live, enter, and take possession of the land the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. You must not add anything to what I command you, or take anything away from it, so that you may keep the commands of the Lord your God I am giving you. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did at Baal Peor. For the Lord your God destroyed every one of you who followed Baal of Peor. But you who have remained faithful to the Lord your God are all alive today. Look, I have taught you statutes and ordinances as the Lord my God has commanded me, so that you may follow them in the land you are entering to possess. Carefully follow them, for this will show your wisdom and understanding in the eyes of the peoples. When they hear about all these statutes, they will say, This great nation is indeed a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has a God near to it as the Lord our God is to us whenever we call to him? And what great nation has righteous statutes and ordinances like this entire law I set before you today? Only be on your guard and diligently watch yourselves, so that you don't forget the things your eyes have seen, and so that they don't slip from your mind as long as you live. Teach them to your children and your grandchildren. The day you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, the Lord said to me, Assemble the people before me, 
and I will let them hear my words, so that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and may instruct their children. You came near and stood at the base of the mountain, a mountain blazing with fire into the heavens and enveloped in a totally black cloud. Then the Lord spoke to you from the fire. You kept hearing the sound of the words, but didn't see a form. There was only a voice. He declared his covenant to you. He commanded you to follow the Ten Commandments, which he wrote on two stone tablets. At that time, the Lord commanded me to teach you statutes and ordinances for you to follow in the land you are about to cross into and possess. Diligently watch yourselves, because you did not see any form on the day the Lord spoke to you out of the fire at Horeb. So you don't act corruptly and make an idol for yourselves in the shape of any figure, a male or female form, or the form of any animal on the earth, any winged creature that flies in the sky, any creature that crawls on the ground, or any fish in the waters under the earth. When you look to the heavens and see the sun, moon, and stars, all the stars in the sky, do not be led astray to bow in worship to them and serve them. The Lord your God has provided them for all people everywhere under heaven. But the Lord selected you and brought you out of Egypt's iron furnace to be a people for his inheritance, as you are today. The Lord was angry with me on your account. He swore that I would not cross the Jordan and enter the good land the Lord is giving you as an inheritance. I won't be crossing the Jordan because I am going to die in this land. But you are about to cross over and take possession of this good land. Be careful not to forget the covenant of the Lord your God that he made with you and make an idol for yourselves in the shape of anything he has forbidden you. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. When you have children and grandchildren and have been in the land a long time, and if you act corruptly, make an idol in the form of anything, and do what is evil in the sight of the Lord your God, angering him, I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you today that you will quickly perish from the land you are about to cross the Jordan to possess. You will not live long there, but you will certainly be destroyed. The Lord will scatter you among the peoples, and you will be reduced to a few survivors among the nations where the Lord your God will drive you. There, you will worship man-made gods of wood and stone, which cannot see, hear, eat, or smell. But from there, you will search for the Lord your God, and you will find him when you seek him with all your heart and all your soul. 
when you are in distress and all these things have happened to you in the future, you will return to the Lord your God and obey him. He will not leave you, destroy you, or forget the covenant with your ancestors that he swore to them by oath, because the Lord your God is a compassionate God. Psalm 60 God, you have rejected us. You have broken us down. You have been angry. Restore us. You have shaken the land and split it open. Heal its fissures, for it shudders. You have made your people suffer hardship. You have given us wine to drink that made us stagger. You have given a signal flag to those who fear you, so that they can flee before the archers. Save with your right hand and answer me, so that those you love may be rescued. God has spoken in his sanctuary. I will celebrate. I will divide up Shechem. I will apportion the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, and Ephraim is my helmet. Judah is my scepter, Moab is my washbasin. I throw my sandal on Edom, I shout in triumph over Philistia. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? God, haven't you rejected us? God, you do not march out with our armies. Give us aid against the foe, for human help is worthless. With God, we will perform valiantly. He will trample our foes. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening. And remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways know him and he will make your paths straight.